voice your power. I am Anika Wilson, and tonight we have six special guests. First off, we are going to talk to Miss Tina, and she is going to tell us why we need a Tina. Go ahead, Tina. Yeah. Yeah. My name is Quintina Floyd. Listening is Yes, you need a Tina LLC. Um, I got to start with this company being inspired by my life. I have three daughters. I lost one to a custody battle, and I just felt there was a need. And a lot of people are going through the issue that I've either gone through or they're about to go through it. And the change I want to see in the community. So, yes, you need a team was created because there were people that opportunities because their voice wasn't heard or they were they lived in a community or area where there weren't enough resources. Now my daughter is fifteen now and because of a custody issue, I lost her when she was five. So when I was reaching out there were any available or they were only available to certain skin tones with certain financial statuses. So as I was living below poverty, but I was still doing what was needed to take care of her. But in the course of eyes, that wasn't enough. So um, my company was made to be a liaison between the system and the people. I am back in the position of where all of this started <laughs> and um, now the people helped put me in that position. So the first thing that I promote with my company you got that position because of the actions that you have, but you have other options. So my company I know there are a lot of other people who could stand right beside me and say, well, I can do the same thing. I can promote personal development. I can promote public health. I can promote giving you confidence, but they can't be me. What I bring to the table is all of the skills, um, the opportunities that I was presented with, I bring that, all of that experience into you. My theme is making you the best version of you. You're not going to be a, car a carving copy. You're going to be whoever you are. Like I'm Tina, so I'm going to be Tina. And as I help you, you're going to be whoever you are, only a better version. It's like leveling the playing field where financial status get you one place and your skin tone will get you another with my help with Yes, You Need a Tina, you have all of that out of your way. You have a skill set. You'll have your confidence. You'll have everything you need to bust that door down and get the opportunities you deserve. So I am that change that I want to see in the community, and I want to help other people get there. Did you say you are that change that you want to see in the community, and you want to help people get there? What a powerful statement, because what you're talking about is something that people don't have, because when people are in that place of 
custody or dealing with child welfare or anything regarding their children, first of all, it's a it's the, the most vulnerable state that you could ever be in. And then it's you versus an agency. And what you're saying is that your company was built on being a liaison between someone who is in need and someone who is vulnerable and, and desperate almost, you know, that desperation of doing your absolute best with what you have. So you're saying that now you have the knowledge and the power to bridge that gap. Is that what you're saying? Yes, ma'am. That's what I'm saying. A lot of people, they, when things happen to them, that they don't think positively. Positivity just basically goes to the left and your current situation is in front of you. And seeing that I've been in that, I've been in those shoes. I can be relatable. I can tell you, okay, there is a brighter side to where you are. You have to make yourself available. Yes, you need a Tina is not a handout. It's my hand stretched out to you. So there is work involved in it. I'm I'm not, and I'm gonna say we because this is gonna this is gonna catch on in a little while. We aren't gonna spoon feed you. We are gonna turn where you need to go, but you have to make the steps to get there. So when I say level the playing field, you'll be able to make those steps confidently knowing if the situation turns out in your favor or not in your favor, you still have the opportunity to go further because you have the skills or the knowledge and the mindset to get you there. Because basically your mind is going to get you there before any kind of step does anyway. Not made penny yet because I've been actually given those services for free. And it's actually blessed me more because it's harder. And um, my mom, I go to her a lot. And I'm like, well, mom, I don't see a change. And she has to bring me close to the station to see that things are moving. But um, she brings me back. She's like, well, you don't see this, but this right here has changed. That right here has changed. And now I'm actually seeing the atmosphere and the mindset of where I am is changing. And I think that's, that, that makes me more successful. I hope I answered your question. No, that's awesome because I actually, you know, my background is being on the other side of everything that you just said. You know, I was a child investigator. And so, you okay. know, I've literally been on the other side of what you're saying. And what I really want listeners and people to understand is that most of our businesses started with a problem. And here you are talking about a problem that you had with no resolution. Mm -hmm. And I started a nonprofit because for 20 years I worked in social services, but being a minority and looking at things and seeing things a certain way, being a single parent, you know, it was hard. And everybody thinks that just by calling 211 or doing something that you get your answer. A lot of times you don't. A lot of times you get a rat race. So listening to you talk about the need that is there, you talk about the fact that there's a gap in resources because depending upon where you live, people think that there's a resolution when oftentimes there isn't, even today. So here you are right, talking about right. being a servant because you felt a certain kind of way and you know that there are other people that feel like you and how, yes, a lot of times when you're doing something that is a huge need 
it is more of a ministry than it is an actual business. So, you know, I'm listening to you and I can relate because what you're doing is needed and it's valuable and you will be rewarded. So it is, it's, it's great. It gives me peace and I commend you because you turned your tragedy into triumph. So that's awesome, Tina. Thanks. Anyone else have a any good comments? spin? Hmm? That was a good spin to it. I'm still waiting on the resolution. So, yeah. And it is because um, you know, that can look I any had a different quick kind of way. Sorry. Go ahead, Steph. Well, okay. I had a quick comment. Um, I was wondering. Um, if you, because I know that there's other resources out there, so I was wondering if there was like any, like in the future, you could look into like grant money or even like any um, financial sponsors to back you because this is such a great um, um, business that you have that I know where I live, there would be a lot of different um, resources. So I live in a Washington, D.C. area. So it's a lot of, you know, I'm just wondering if there, it, you know, there are grants that you could get that could help, you know, a little financially just so you're not um, taxing yourself financially because the reward is going to come as you mentioned and but you know you you want to see if there are other resources out there people might want to you know start looking and say hey this is a really good idea this is awesome what you're doing so you know um maybe you know financially from from what I've seen so far, I have been doing research myself, but where I live, um, the resources are limited. Well, I won't say they're limited, they're basically hidden. So some people know of them, but have to dig a little deeper. So um, as I've been connecting with other entrepreneurial women, they've been giving me more suggestions. The thing is, I'm doing the research, but plus I'm also working a nine to five because of my job is not bringing in the income just yet, but um, I'm researching and I would welcome the opportunity if somebody's just like, okay, well, look, this may be here. I will do the legwork, show me where, point me in that direction. But at this moment, I'm getting door slammed in my face and it's hard at times to actually want but it actually invites me to push harder to find it. I live in Mississippi and a small town in Mississippi. So yeah, um, the resources are, they're limited. Or you have to dig so hard. I mean, you probably dig your way to China trying to get to it, but I'll get to it some kind of way. Tina, I have a Okay. Question. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that. Okay. Um, so what I was going to say, Tina, is just, you know, keep pressing for it because eventually the right door will open. Right. So you're going to, you know, a lot of doors are going to shut, but eventually with just like prayers and, you know, keep moving forward, the right opportunity will come. Yes. And so, you know, just keep pushing forward. Thank you for the encouragement. Right. I need it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Tina, I was going to add, add um, a little bit of what Stephanie said, tequila speaking, 
Um, I think that it's great. And what you have is a message. And more importantly, what you have is your experience. And there's always someone who relates to you. And that's what I do is I look to help individuals online with their website operations. Do I like blogging, do you site? Where are you with that? Because you mentioned you were limited, but however, that's what I love about the internet by actually doing by actually connecting by someone relating to you, you are actually putting out their attraction. So attraction then comes back to you. And not only with grants, as Stephanie mentioned earlier, you may even get sponsorship from somewhere that can, someone who could be somewhere else around the world. You just never know. So are you like blogging? And you said that you're on the edge. I feel like almost giving up a little bit. But one thing about, I think, blogging and having that website, is this still your story and your caption? And however you do that content and you organize it correctly, your story is heard. I had, for example, someone that was on my podcast. She's getting probably the highest amount of hits as far as back on my website from promoting what she does. And it's only about her telling her story of being in an abusive relationship. And I've gotten people that are commenting on my website so much and I've gone back to talk to her about it. That's a way for you to really get your story and your word out. Well, yes, I do have a website. It's actually my company name. It's like, yes, you need a Tina.com. And um, as far as blogging, I started, like when I first started the company, I was gung-ho for it. And then I got busy. So I haven't really updated everything. But it has um, at least two or three blog posts about it, but they're not really yeah. big. So I haven't had that much attention to it yet. Yeah, that's where the consistency comes from within your website as far as content because it's an ongoing thing and that's why I step in and I support individuals on running your website operations because it's just like your store if you would go to a Target or Walmart you got to keep it stocked mm -hmm. you got to keep it stocked with the content and your social media is just your hey the truck just pulled in let me actually just let everybody know send out the flyers and all that I just got some new inventory and you got to start it all over again. But one thing will happen is once you have that content, and I always tell people, get off bag on Facebook of all of your stuff. Make sure you're putting it back on what belongs to you. Okay. Facebook.com, your website belongs to you, and it can be searched through Google, always. Once you post on Facebook, it only lasts about 24 hours. Then you're starting all over from ground zero. Right. Thank you. You're welcome. that. The other thing I was going to say, Tina, is that if there is a gap in services, so say you're offering something that nobody else is offering, that's money for you. So it's going to be a matter of finding those grants and finding those sponsorships because you're not duplicating a service that's already provided. You're actually providing a completely different service. So you actually have a whole bunch of benefits. And, you know, I'm going to hook you up on a page and we're going to get some information, but you have support now. So, you know, this is not something that, that, other women can't jump behind and support because this is something that needs to be done and and it, it a lot of people could benefit so don't that's think, awesome um i was gonna say don't think you're by yourself you're not alone anymore i i appreciate that support um when like the second month or so that i started i reported me and I had to basically sell what I was saying to you, to her, 
and they took the story and there were people in the area to come to it. They took the story, they never published it, and then um, they gave all the information I had to the local school system and some other community organizations. And now people are doing what I said. And I'm like, that, that felt like that broke me at one point, but I look at it like this. It was my idea. You took my words, but you cannot. Like, wow. So it's been some stuff. It's been some stuff. Nothing really is, is new. And one thing I'm going to mention too is when you're talking to someone else, make sure that you have that one, some people call it an avatar or you niche it down, but that one person you're talking to so that you attract that one particular audience. Yeah. But no one can tell your story like you can tell your story. Right. So therefore, it's no matter if someone else took it, it's not going to be you. It's not going to be your personality. It's not going to be your experience that you're sharing with that person. So do not let that you know get you down at all you get your own audience you talk to that one person they will be then right drawn that's to the you. thing i really don't know how to narrow it down to just like one audience of people who exactly speak when you're trying to help and persons not just women it's men and you know so i'm just like i don't i really don't know how to funnel it a little bit I do inside of my uh, particular group is just making sure that you got the foundational pieces out here. I, I know sometimes people can get lost because there's so many distractions out here on the internet, mm -hmm. but uh, you could be looking at this person, oh, they've got all this, they're all successful here and there and everywhere, but mm -hmm. you don't have to be here and there and everywhere. You can be right here where you are doing what you're doing as long as you've got that foundation down pat. Because one of the other things I've heard too is that person took it, but that non-compete should have been actually signed too, so they wouldn't be able to take that. That's true. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. The foundational pieces together, narrow down that niche, that one person, that target person, like a friend. Who are you talking to? And then other people will fall in behind them. Okay. Yeah, and I, I don't have a problem connecting you because that's one of the things that I do. And, and that's what I was telling you earlier is that I want to be able to connect you to some things that just having that support of having, you know, there's a million groups out here, but when you get the right groups and you get the right team, and, and I'm in that stage of building my team right now, when you get the right team together, then you have the marketing that you need. You have the social media that you need. You have those people that you can talk to, that you can trust, those people that are going through it with you, being around those like-minded people. It makes a big difference because when you're around right. other people that are just sucking you dry and other things like that, it's completely different. So, you know, you're at that stage right. of the business where now you're connecting and you're networking with other women. And that's what we're here for is to help you. You know, there's a level of working together. There's a level of support. There's a level of us hiring each other there's a level there's different stages of levels of what we're here for each other for and so you know that's what i try to do with ceo of she and i told you i'm not even coaching anymore because it's to the point now where women mm -hmm. like you i ubered i was an uber driver i quit being a therapist to follow my dream and i drove uber and lyft to support my business. So when you're talking about keeping the nine to five and the eight to five, I want people to understand, understand mm -hmm. it's not pretty. 
But when you have a vision and you yeah. have a dream, people do try to steal it. But like Tequila said, no matter what anybody says, your dream is your dream. Your vision is your vision and nobody can steal that. So they may mm -hmm. be able to take an idea, but they cannot right. duplicate it because it's not you. Yeah. And so that's why no matter what every woman does, no matter what every business is, this life coach is not the same as this. Tina's not the same as Tequila. It's not the same as Anika. It's not the same as Stephanie. It's not the same mm -hmm. as Amy. It's not the same as Whitney. I don't care if we all had the same niche. Yeah. We're not the same and we're not going to deliver it the same. But just like I used to tell my clients, you know, when I was a therapist, yeah. I would say to them, pick your therapist just like you do a pair of shoes. Every single one of them is going to fit you different. You're going to have the ones that rub you wrong. You're going to have the ones that feel good. You're going to have the ones that you want to wear every day that you can't wear with everything, but you won't mm -hmm. You're going to have the different things right. in your life and you got to put them in the right category. So just, it's a lesson, but like she said, a no compete cause. We learn these things the hard way, unfortunately, but just like right. your pain led to your victory, girl, it's just the beginning. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Just build, build on top of it. But just know, you know, we, we got some resources for you and we'll get that uh, going. Tequila, do you want to tell us what it is that you do and what makes you different? I already, I can feel the spice. So I already know that she's different than the rest. So go ahead, Tequila, tell us about yourself. already kind of stepped into the panel and started talking already because I do I care so much about individuals message and my own mission before I even get into what I do was always to really get more people out doing what they really want to do let's just can be on about it. be able to do what we want to do, do use our time the way we want to use our time and in the end spend more time with our family and our friends that's just the honest talk and I've read studies about it. People make it all the way to the end. And when they're on their last days, that's one of the things that they say. They wish they would have had more time. And one thing that we cannot get back is our time. There's nothing that can pay for that. So I try to help individuals become time rich. <laughs> time rich. And what I do with individuals, such as, you know, entrepreneurs, but at the same time, too, individuals such as Tina, I like to gather individuals together as sort of uplift and bring Tina up as well. But I oversee your website operations, making sure that your message gets there right so that you can attract the right audience so then that you can grow your business and in the end be able to support quality time family and friends. How do I do that? One of the things that I mentioned a little bit earlier with Tina is that you want to make sure that you want to make sure that you talk to the right person and you want to make sure that your base operations are correct as far as being online. I will call it I am on an island in the middle of the Pacific, in the Pacific. So I am here and I'm able to really reach out and speak to different individuals and have clients all over. And so it's, there's no, there's no, there's no excuse. We can still connect as long as there's the internet, but you've got to connect to the right person. And I am guilty of that too. It took me a long time, Tina. So I'm in your same shoes of who in the world am I talking to? <laughs> Who's my person? But there's one thing you want to remember. If you're talking to everybody, 
you're not gonna attract anyone. And if you're talking to everybody, you're gonna start confusing everyone. And if you lose, you lose. So I help you in clarifying that message, making sure that it's within your online and that they So you unconfuse the confused and you channel it down and, and you inspire people to follow their dream and stop chasing that corporate ladder. Is that what you're trying to tell me? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, and I'm not knocking the corporate career because that's where I was before. And, um, and that's what I did at top level whole nine. And of course I decided one day as single, Fabulous, I used to say, single girl, fabulous lifestyle. My God. <laughs> and I just invite him into my life. And then that's when my world took a 360. And we did at that time decide to put my career on hold forward with following his career. And it got to a point where I said, I want to really get back into what it is. That however, we were abroad, not in the United States of America, and we haven't been there in eight years. So I'm like, how in the world do I do this? And I've always been connected some type of business or something where I was making extra money online, even so far back when people thought, are you being legal? <laughs> so, so I was abroad getting paid online too, because I was born before the internet existed, okay? I'm telling a little bit of my age, but again, and I said, how we started researching and really trying to pull all of my past corporate workforce skills here online. And that's what I've done. I've really transitioned a lot of those operational or project management skills. And I've actually taken that online. And what I'm doing and what I love to do is connect with people. I'm helping them really get their messages out. Because there's one thing that remains true is everyone has a story. Everyone has an experience and it deserves to be shared. That's so true. And like you, I did 20 years in the corporate field and nonprofits and, and mental health and prisons. And I, I tell everybody I serve my time. So um, now it's my time. And, you know, like you said, everybody has a story and a lot of people, yeah. you know, you you give that clarity where a lot of people just don't know where to go and i wish i'd have known you almost a year ago because it would have been so helpful and saved me so much time yeah. but you know we learned so much in the process and and yeah. i tell everybody that that stage of our lives of that you know working in the corporate and doing all that that's our preparation and you know it's a matter of showing up and paying attention and using it and and once you do that then that's the building blocks so, um, ladies, do you guys have any questions for Tequila? Especially where she's at. Like, I'm so curious, and I, I think that is so awesome because you have that, you have different experiences than the average person. So you can even use that, you know? And so when somebody's talking to you, I can just imagine your perspective is just so different. You know, and I, I think that even my background and how I had a perspective and I've always said your perception and your perspective of the world is what you make it it's what you make it we were rich I thought my whole I thought we had a lot of money going on and it wasn't until I got to college where someone made 
put out a chart, not in a trailer park, but I did in a trailer. I was like, we weren't rich. But you know what? I look back and I say, you know what? Later on in my career, we did that as far as one the course curriculum is this. How do you perceive the world or what's your perception? Because going back to that, I see that I wasn't, but then I had to realize within myself that I really was because I had my parents that were there who loved me. I had a whole entire big family that was there who loved me. We had great times together and everything like that. And my perception was that is what richness is. And I think that is what today is to have everyone really, really connect back with each other with what means the most and what mean, what really matters. That's the family, those are your best friends, and that's the experiences of life, not just existing, just experiencing it. No matter where you are, we've gotten to a point where we're going day after day doing the same thing, and we're getting to a point where we're not really aware. I tell my children all the time, don't be afraid, because fear is going to always be there. Fear is going to always exist, but I want you to be aware. Don't be afraid, be aware. Because when we're more aware of what's going on, when we're more aware of what's happening, a whole lot can change. A whole lot can change. If you're aware of what even comes out of your mouth next, we've stopped being aware of even that. Be more mindful. Be more, be more of what's going on around you. Because that person next to you, you don't know where they're coming from and you don't know where they've been. They have a story that might even be the same story as yours. Give that person the opportunity to be able to share their message, to be able to share their experience so that we all can connect no matter where we are in this entire world. I know I just got on my soapbox, but I'm <laughs> Preach, I'm listening. I am listening, because it's true. It is so true. And you know, if you're walking around with blinders on, nothing's ever going to change. If you constantly say tomorrow, 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 mm -hmm. nothing's going to change. When you get sick and tired and you fall asleep, you decide that something needs to happen and you execute, that's when change happens. And until then, it's just right. going to stay the same and you're just going to keep talking about it and you'll never be about it. So, you know, I'm with you. I'm, I'm totally with you because, you know, I've, and, 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 you know, when you're that person that can't help but see, and you can't help but be aware, it's, you know, you just want to shake people and say, wake up, you know, you, you, we can make something happen. So, you know, what you're saying, totally relevant. Any ladies, you, you guys have anything to what Tequila's talking about? I have a question. I have a question. Tequila, what, when, or what happened? What was that aha moment that you found your perfect? What came together? Okay, what I have is going to serve this person. I was actually person. hired by a client to do something totally different. Men <laughs> um, to really run his, because I run uh, individuals' Facebook groups and things like that too. So I was hired to really come in and run his. The market. But one thing I've learned is when I go in to start helping individuals, if you don't really know your stories, then there's no way, there's no way that you can share and have that business and have and attract other people. So when that happened, that's when I knew that I do like connecting with individuals to really help them 
clarify exactly what that message is. What happened? What happened to you? You wrote that book, but why did you write that book? It's what's gonna attract your clients on the other side. Not just the book, there's a billion books out here. But you, the person has to know, know people, connect to people. So when it happened for me, is I think that. And when I finally saw him, and it was heavy, like um, Anika has said earlier, it's very, very hard for you to really find your story. It's hard for me still. I have to stick to my guns. I'm like, no, <laughs> you know, but it's really, really hard. But once you know yourself, and that's where I have the podcast, my podcast is Stand Out Be You. And that's when I decided I'm getting lost out here in the internet because that's who I'm talking to the most is all of you through this web and through this computer. And I'm like a social mm -hmm. butterfly. But I think sometimes social media is not that social. It's called social media, but it's not <laughs> social I would want it to. But yeah. I was like, real myself to be you. Be who you are. Don't try to be that person. You know you better than anybody else. Yeah. Be sure of yourself. Be confident in yourself. Be confident. Got it. Thanks. Anyone else have comments for Lisa? Thank you, Tequila. I mean, you gave me some fire. Now I know who to call when I need a pep in my step. So um, thank you, thank you, thank you. Your spirit is infectious, and I love it. I love it. I love it. Because we oh, My pleasure. Amy. Next up is Amy. Amy, tell us where you are in the world, what it is that you do, and what makes you different than the rest of the ladies. Hi, well, I'm from Australia. I run a personal training called Lawrence Fitness. I've been doing that for about two years now. And the reason why I started my... I believe that I have to talk about the restart because it's so much like you can lose weight, you can eat healthy, but there's more to it than that. It comes down to believing yourself, having that self care. So the reason my business was because I was overweight as a kid. I had family members call me all my life. I had friends at school. I felt alone and I did not really believe in myself. And this is why I believe it's really important to have that self-belief before you really do anything. So what happened there was I was seeking attention and a boy added me on Facebook. And it's a blessing and a curse at the same time taught me start losing weight and getting stronger, but he actually raped me. Um, it messed me up for years. And thank God I took me to seas after And we went to America, so that was really cool. My first country um, out of Australia was America. Went to America and it really opened up my eyes to the world. And I was like, I really need to change my lifestyle. I need to stop feeling sorry for myself, stalling in food and start doing something with my life. And that's what I did. So I started exercising. I started eating healthy and I lost 10 kilos and moved to England. But 
it wasn't enough. I started becoming that party girl and binge drinking, sleeping around. And it wasn't until I got robbed in a hostel that I was like, I really, really need to change my lifestyle. So 10 months later, I moved back to Australia and I get off the plane and I see that my mum and my sister have lost a lot of weight. And it really inspired me. Like, I love my sister. So they've been a big inspo in my journey. And I was like, I really want to be where they are right now. So I started and I kilos, but I put that weight on plus more because I still wasn't loving myself. So once I started loving myself and just accepting was, I ended up attracting an awesome partner. I ended up doing workouts that I love doing and I end up eating things I love eating and not sticking to diets because with health and fitness, I don't really believe in diets or doing things that you don't like. You've got to make it fit your lifestyle and love it because it's a life and we've got to have that life we love and not go, oh, I can't eat carbs or I can't eat too many calories and things like that because that's boring. Like You've got to find what works for you. And I'm not about a one-size-fits-all with health and fitness, which is why I like to go into the mind more than the whole exercising nutrition because I believe that's when we start getting results within our own lifestyle and our health and fitness. Can you all hear me? Yes, I can hear you. (laughs) I can feel you. Cool. Yeah, that's about it for me. So I've been doing this for two years and I've really been doing boot camps, but helping people change their belief system instead of going, I'm not good enough to going, you are worthy, you can do this. It's all about how to see the world instead of playing the sorrow game and the blame game. What you're saying is so much bigger than weight. You know, you... you, (laughs) Your story sounded like my story in the beginning. And I was like, you know, I, I just came completely down because you just never know. And and it, I tell people it's more common than not you know what you're talking about. And everything that you said happened to me. It's the same struggles I've had. And I'm actually in exposure therapy right now because the place that I live right now that I've been living in for a month, I moved away. Well, I didn't move from. I avoided my whole life because this is where it happened to me. And so I feel like I've been placed here for a reason. So I'm listening to you talk about how you identified your problem outside of your actual problem, chased it around the world, literally, trying to fix it. And then you finally realized that you had to love yourself to get to the bottom of it. And now you've created a whole lifestyle change and mindset change to fit what was broken. I'm sorry. I love it. 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 <laughs> Thanks. I love it. And it's so it's so simple, but so hard. Especially, it's like you've got to love yourself, but it's how do you love yourself? And I believe it's starting with gratitude, so being grateful for the things that are what we don't have. Yep. Agreed. Ladies, you guys have any questions for Amy? Amy, I have, I have one. 
Okay. What, how do you, how do you integrate the change the mentality with like an individual client? How do you start you that? Mean like how I help my client with that? Right. So I really just find out firstly what their goals are and we really fit around that. So it's not a one size fits all thing. So I find out what their goals are. What they they need to change up, and I'm really just there to support and guide them through the whole journey. Instead of going, you have to do this, you have to do that. So I'll give them tips and advice and workouts, but I like to have that open communication and make sure that they're actually loving what they're doing instead of being told what to do. I'm one of those people who hate being controlled. So if I was controlling someone, I feel like they would hate that too. So really, I'm thinking about my target market as where I used to be. Think wanting to help everyone. Does. does that make sense? Do you make yourself available to them outside of initial time that you're with them? Like, can they call you oh, at any time? Or? Facebook Messenger. Um, just because I've got so much going on at home. I actually live in a really small country town, so doing my workouts and doing my programs and with my clients and online is a lot easier compared to meeting up face to face. But I do or the web, website for them where they can log in. There's heaps of videos there. So they still have that ongoing support where they don't have to already there on site. And if they don't have what they're looking for, I make video trainings for them. I think what you're doing is amazing. I feel so connected to all of you right now. I love it. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> So you do, I know that you have the operations as far as online, but you offer also coaching. Yes. Okay, great. Uh, I, your story is very, very, I think, connecting. And I, I know that there's a lot of um, can Oh, thank you. Relate to you Congrats on being where you thank are now. I have a question. Yeah. Um, if you guys, how are you able to actually turn your pain into power? Because right now, that's what I'm trying to focus on how to do that. I was working on networks, and that's where I met my partner, which was really cool that something so crappy came out of meeting my partner. Because I, it's crazy there, but. I was in such a bad place where I was getting bullied, where I was at the point where I wanted to end my life. But I helped turn my life around by actually starting my own business and getting out of the bad environment that I was in and just turning it around into how I learned positives from this and what were the lessons and learnings instead of just staying stuck in the past of going, I hate my team leader from... I hate answering your question. Did that answer your question, Whitney? Uh, yes, it did. Thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you. I'm glad it did. I, I wanted to add like a little something. 
something more to that. Uh, Whitney, that question that you just mentioned is so interesting that you asked that question because this morning I was listening to mm -hmm. the radio yesterday. Um, I really agree with this too, is some of the most triumphant things come to you from pain. From pain. Wow. And um, one of the things too, and a kind of a little twist on what I say the most success most of the time comes from struggle. So because you have that pain and because you have that struggle, and one thing I used to say to my little brother and sister all the time is, you know what? When the storm is over, you'll be able to dance in the rain. Because in the end, it always seems to work out. I don't know why. I always say universe. Now you're like, this is really bad. It's just crap, you know? But when Get to the other side, and when you make it through the storm, and now I'm going to sound like a minister, which I'm not, when you make it through the storm, it is beautiful when you make it to the other side. And that is why all of us, because when you make it to the other side, you got to reach back. You got to reach back and then help that person because there's another person going through what you just went through. I think you have to go through the pain to get to the pleasure as well. So it's thinking, this is painful right now, but how did it get me to where I want to be? And what can I do now to get to where I want to be instead of being stuck in the pain? Okay. Great advice. Thank y'all. <laughs> That's okay. Also, Whitney, you know, I really think that it has to do with, um, you know, changing your mentality. It's, it, 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 it's a growth thing because, you know, initially you're stuck in that victim mode. You're really focused on what's happened to you until eventually you're like, you know what, what am I going to do with it? You know, I've, I've, I've processed and 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 processed. But at what point do I determine that I'm going to do something with it. Because for me, I got raped at the age of 14 and I hadn't even thought about life yet. You know, I wasn't thinking about any of that. And I didn't know what to do with it for probably almost 10 years. And then I became a law enforcement officer and then I became a weightlifter. And then I, I did all these things to try to make myself feel better, to make it go away, to not think about it and whatever. So I, I, I became an advocate. I got in social services and but I didn't have the confidence to go behind my walk. I was doing things, but I wasn't walking the walk yet. And it took me 20 years to get the walk. And now I'm pushing 40 and I finally feel free, finally. So what I'm telling you is, is that don't expect it to be like anything. Don't expect it to just come one day. Just know that you're gonna build your strength and it's gonna build and it's gonna build. And when you find your power and you know the, the capability of your power, that's that's joy. That's peace, that's joy. And, and and that's that's what we want. And so the goal of this and everything is for us to support each other in understanding the seasons that we're in because they're different. You know, our power comes in different stages, you know, and you might be, you know, 10 volts right now, but we're trying to get you to a hundred. So whatever it takes to get you to a hundred, that's what we're gonna do. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. All right, now. Well, you tell Thank us you. about your, my pleasure. You tell us about you, Whitney, and and your fierceness.
because I already know. So tell the world <laughs> about your fierceness, ma'am. <laughs> Go ahead. No, no. Well, I'm 24. Well, no, I'm 25. Sorry. Um, I went to Sam Houston State University. I graduated. I studied English and mass communication. With that, I plan to be in radio as well as, um, <laughs> sorry, eventually doing TV. I wanted to be a writer. Uh, I think I may have had too many eggs in one basket because everything I have to do individually, um, of course, to get to my goals. Currently, I am an Uber and a Lyft driver, so I'm very appreciative that Anika said that that's what you were doing um, to pursue your. I was at well, which you know I, I'm very appreciative. It was my family knew them is why I was there at the job, but um, it was not what I went to school for. Right now, um, I'm in radio and I'm also modeling as well, but I'm not. Uber driving and I'm Lyft driving to try to really actually pursue that to push that um, into where that's as far as my career goals as far as my I guess quote unquote story like I women always wanted women to come together and empower one another that's always been my thing especially because if you guys I am darker than, than uh, you know, I'm, I'm black. So I always got teased about it in school coming up. And it made me feel, I guess you could say, bad about myself. I didn't think that it was beautiful until I got older, much older. And I started realizing, okay, I am this, I am that. Um, not to be, it was just a confidence booster. It wasn't, you know, anything other than that. But really what I want to do is uplift women, especially of my skin tone, because I know how it is being that little girl being teased about something that you can't even help. So that's, and uh, I wonder where I'm at now, <laughs> trying to empower women. So. That's all right, because you're talking about colorism and it's a thing, and it's a thing that's needed because I'll tell y'all, I have two light-skinned children and one dark child, and it's a thing and in the world makes it a thing. So do not discount what you feel is important in your heart because if it's important to you, then it's important to the world. So push that, push that and be beautiful. And walk your walk and model and do whatever you need to do so that you feel whole at the end of the day. So don't, don't take that lightly because what you're talking about is very relevant, very. It is. It Thank you. Um, actually, I'm, I'm glad you said that. This Sunday, I was a part of a fashion show. It was my first ever actual professional fashion show. Um, but when I got there, the lady that was running the show wanted to send me home because I was too ethnic is what she used. And wow. the woman, she, she was black. She just wasn't my skin tone. Um, the designer that hired me actually still didn't walk. She told her no, but she did send other women home for, for being so really it is an important factor it happens I really I sat there and was it it kind of put me back into when I was a kid like that still goes on and I can't believe it. it was very surprising but it was realistic it was very realistic and um that's only part of some of the painful things that I endured other than that um of course heartbreak 
and they're just things that I'm really still healing from. So that's that's okay. I don't really know what else to say. Do you have any more questions? Anybody have any questions, <laughs> Whitney? Well, I I wanted to just say, Whitney, for you sharing that is really really endearing, and I want you like I think that you're absolutely beautiful, and right. I just can't believe just stuff like that still exists. It's <laughs> not you. even there's so many bigger things happening in the right. world. Even think about somebody's complexion. I think that is the most ridiculous thing because one, we don't even have a choice. We don't have a choice of who our parents are right. and where we're born. So I think it changed up. I didn't like my mom out. have picked somebody from other countries. I didn't have a choice. Right. No one has a choice. Or or where they live. You just didn't have a choice. You weren't when you were in the womb, you didn't have a choice mm -hmm. of all that. But get over it. There's bigger things in the world that we need to really focus on. There's a lot that we need to do. A lot that we need to do to worry about what we look like. There's no two people the same. And being different, being different, I think, is what makes this world even more beautiful. No matter where you are, even if you're standing next to me, I think you, you more than me right it's a great thing right i mean if everyone here was the same it'd be boring <laughs> it, it would be interesting no diversity right. you know um, even if you're the same color there's not even nobody who's two same yeah. colors you're not even the same color as <laughs> person is right you know it's like you're not even the same no two people i mean Imagine that. That's what makes it beautiful. No two people are the same, even twins. I went to lunch with my daughter, and she, her, right. in her class, he has a twin. And she's like, oh, he looks just like his, he knows the difference between himself and his brother. I mm -hmm. said, you're not exactly the same, are you? He's like, no. I said, how are you different? And he says, I've got this and that going on. I said, see, no two people are exactly the same. And that's what makes it very beautiful, unique, and I think amazing. With, I, don't, I don't have a question. Very true. Sorry, I, I don't have a question. I think it's more of a comment. Are brown complex and the other one is a little bit lighter and I love them all the same. And there, there was a time in their um, people were making differences because one was lighter and one was darker. And me being that mom, I'm like, wait, 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 hold on now. Wait a minute. My baby is my baby. It does not matter her skin color. It was, it was getting to her. And I'm like, when they're this age, it's my, uh, it's my job to stand up for them because I'm their voice. Right. And I had to shut that down real quick. I think your skin tone is beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. And every day I, um, I, re I reiterate that fact to my children because I tell them, you know, I boost their confidence. I tell them they're beautiful so they won't have to look for it outside of home. But at the same time, I, I'm, I'm telling them, don't press but don't put your skills and characteristics on your sister. She has something different. And whatever she has, you can build off of that. And whatever you have, you can build off of what has show them. And now they're appreciated. I think it, it, it should be mandatory that their children they get their confidence and let them know baby you are beautiful if you are blue 
you have this beautiful shade of blue, you scion, <laughs> whatever. But um, if it doesn't, you need some people like me. Because I will tell you in a heartbeat, you are beautiful. You have this skill. I can use this skill. You can use that. If we can encourage each other in not small areas, but in areas as, such as that, I think by the time older, that'd be an issue. Hope that it's not one. Because if I can use my mouth, my skills, my talents, you use yours, and we are empowering just women, and we're moving to other people, this wouldn't be an issue right. at all. But I'm glad that you're actually standing up. Thank you. Um, my you whole know? thing is. Adding to what Tina oh, said. My whole thing. Is, uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, adding to what Tina just said, one thing for sure is going to happen for you is when you get a. Uh,
what we try and divide is the connection. A connection yep. is through our stories and through our experiences. Mm -hmm. So start now. Start building your audience. Start talking about it. Um, one of the things you do, I don't do a haste, maybe start like your own like watch show or your own series on your Facebook channel and start attracting people that way. One thing is Instagram is start really building a page where you're showing like beautiful, beautiful women, you know, and that we're beautiful or whatever and start building your following. And then when you're ready to launch whatever, you know, uh, you know, beautiful women that do this, whatever, you already have your following and you're ready to go. Hmm. Well, that's true. Well, I mean, you know, me and uh, my, my co-host and I, that's what our show is based off of, empowering women. And we're both the same complexion. And I hate to make it about that because that's not what it is. It's just we we know what it's like. So we try to touch on it, but that's not the only thing that the show is about. Right. But it's definitely for all women of all backgrounds and all ethnicities. Yeah, great, great. And you don't have to say it. You don't even really have to say it because they see you. They we're to individuals already on and we're connected by what we most feel relatable. Yep. Whitney? Yes. This is Stephanie. Got a um, quick comment for you. First of all, I think you're gorgeous. And second of all, I think anytime. As Debbie has stated, um, anytime you have something that's burning, mm -hmm. it's there for a reason, and you have to act on it. So mm -hmm. the time is now, because there are 50,000 other people out here are, that are waiting for someone like you to go out there and be that voice for them because they can't do it. So um, all right, where are you located, if you don't mind me asking? I'm, I'm in Houston, Texas. Okay, okay, all right. So... You know, the reason why I ask is because I do fashion shows, so I'm always looking for models. And so I live in Washington, so it's a little traveling, but, you know, anyway, there's, you know, just wanted to put that um, out there. But, you know, if it's burning, then you need to act on it because you don't, you don't want to do it later because you would miss the moment. You don't know how this is going to turn out. So. Okay. Okay. I just would hate to be that person that's so radical but i i understand what you guys are saying so i'm gonna go ahead and jump on it <laughs> thanks for the encouragement whitney i think you're so beautiful sorry the way. and when i store oh sorry am i right to go okay whitney, I, yeah, I think mm -hmm. i think you're beautiful and when i shared my story about being raped on facebook i was terrified and I feel like people need to hear your story more all over social media because even though I'm white I feel like I could relate to that my partner is an Aboriginal like he's a Native Australian basically if you don't know what an Aboriginal is and I've heard about his struggles and I feel like more people like you need to be sharing this stuff it's really inspiring thank you thank you ladies I was gonna I mean, say you guys are inspiring me as we speak Whenever you need support, you reach out, we're here. So, I mean, you're not alone. So that's what, what you need to understand in this is that, you know, like Tequila said, many of us have the same story. We can relate to things. And so many, my problem with the world is that people are afraid to talk about the things that everybody needs to talk about. And if you look at the podcast, it says no conversation is off limits. 
you know, I'm a very religious person, but at the end of the day, I'm real first. I'm human. The things that happen to me, they happen to me. And and most of the people that this happened to were the people that I was treating in the addiction clinics because they wouldn't talk about it. You know, I, I talked to my wow. family. I talked to people because the reason why you have mental illness and all these things is because people are scared to talk about it. People don't want to have the conversation. The transparency is not there. The avoidance is high. Guess what? That's that's not helping anything. So by you saying that you're worried about the radical people, let them be radical and you be you. You be fabulous and be you. You can't worry about that because at the end of the day, we were all bullied and we all didn't love ourselves because we were more worried about what everybody else thought than how we felt. And at the end of the day, you can't worry about that anymore. When you follow your vision and you fulfill your purpose, you're not worried about that. You're worried about what you're here to do because you're custom made and you were custom made for a reason and you have to follow that you got to follow that girl don't don't worry about the rest you just get that tunnel vision you put that in them blinders on and you keep it moving and you get it done and that's it just 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 do the do the darn thing just do it <laughs> well thank you <laughs> all right okay. all right stephanie all right. <laughs> stephanie we got whitney whitney anytime you need a, a little whip just let us know we got you I got you. All right, Steph. Okay. I'll add you all on Facebook. Um, well, for having me on, um, my name is Stephanie White. I am from the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. I actually reside in Maryland. And I am an event planner. But aside from that, I am a new author. So, um I've been planning events for the last 12 years, so I do still have my full-time nine-to-five because I have other responsibilities, so I'm not quite yet ready to branch out and do that full-time because I get a little bored with the type of event. I kind of mix it up with doing different types of events, hence bringing in fashion shows and fundraiser galas, et cetera. So um, I'm busy and you know a little bit about my background i grew up in a small town and um, my mother was killed was five years old and my um, oldest sister was killed um, they were killed in a car accident um, we were hit by a drunk driver 30 30 30 30 years ago actually so um and you know my book of course is about my journey just trying to maneuver through this thing called life without my mother so it's been rather difficult um so my little sister and i because my mother had three girls um and my dad of course we um had a lot of trials and tribulations so just like everyone else everyone has a story so you know we've, we've gone through living in the system being wards of the state um, dealing with um, foster care and dealing with just living in other people's space. So my goal with writing my book was to share my story and to kind of just let people know that though your life has started out a certain way, it doesn't have to end that way. And you can still be successful um, in life. You can still do the things you want to do. And a lot of when I was growing up, so I was bullied just like everybody else, you know, picked on. I didn't have the best clothes. I lived in foster care or I, you know, I just didn't have. And so at the time, you know, I did a lot of crying, you know, I contemplated um, certain things. Um, uh, I kind of toyed around with the whole suicide thing, but I didn't really think I was serious. I was young. 
um, just the struggles of just dealing with life ends and out and just looking at where I am today, which is truly a blessing. I am such, um, definitely a faith believer. So God is strong within my life. So I work really hard to, um, you know, continue to strive and move forward. As far as my businesses, I am all over the place in terms of like just getting everything done because I also have clients. So between working 40 hour week and then working with my clients and then promoting this book, at the end of the day, I'm like exhausted. So that's where I am right now. But, you know, it's, it's all good. I mean, it's part of my journey. So I'm like, well, you just kind of keep it moving, you know, so that's that's me and I have any kids I am 36 and I just enjoy doing what I do um travel I love to see them I like to be gone I mean I'm probably never home and when I am home I'm relaxing so that's it then simple so any questions I have one Stephanie are sure. you your own who do you turn to for support are you just you have that go-getter support your own self when things get tough for you you know i turn to my mother's sister my mother's sister never had kids actually my mother had two sisters that never had kids so i'm like their surrogate daughter mm -hmm. so when i am in pain or if i'm like things aren't going right and I'm crying I always turn to my aunts I'm calling them and you know my one aunt always goes to the scriptures and my other aunt's always like okay I know how you feel you know you know okay so that's a blessing for me you so. mentioned clients what kind of clients depending on your business what kind of clients clients are you or will you be servicing to what aspect? Well, right now my clients consist of brides and grooms, and right now one of my clients is actually a an owner of a model and management company, and we're working on a two day model seminar for him. Um, my other clients, of course, are clients who are having birthday parties coming up or anniversary parties. I had a few of those this year. So yeah, it's it's pretty much just like milestone right now, wedding. Now, are you looking to grill the event planning business? I know you're in the five, but you're doing the event planning. Are you really, eventually, is it plan to leave the nine to five to do that? is I've been working on getting more into like destination weddings. So I want to add that to my portfolio. Um, so yeah, the goal is to ultimately do this full time. I am just not at the place where I feel comfortable right this moment, you know, leaving my job. So yeah. Destination weddings, I love it. <laughs> yes, I did my first one last year and I had a ball. <laughs> We did in uh, Hawaii. So it was really cool. Ooh, very fun. That was beautiful. That was it. Oh, very yeah. simple. Very simple. Yeah. Romantic. 
the very nice. Now, how long hmm. your book? I didn't get the name of it. What was the name of your book? Oh, yes, I'm sorry. My book is called A Thousand Miles in My Shoes, um, One from a Short Life to an Authentic Self-Discovery. Okay. So, and it can be purchased on my platform, so it's just easy for everybody to see, or for you to see. How long have you been running a business for, Steph? <laughs> I started in August 2006 and so I started doing it part-time where I was just doing like a event a year because I was at the time I was 23 turning 24 so I was just kind of getting my feet wet so it's you know it's grown of course since then so yeah I've been doing it since 2006. That's amazing I started my business when I was about 23 as well so that's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, congratulations. Your business, you have a really good business idea. Oh, th it's thank you. Amazing. You're welcome because weight loss is interesting. It's like you are consistent at one point and then you, for me, I think some holidays come up and then you gain all the weight back that you lost. You do. So. I was in the USA last year and I, I just put on so much weight just from that holiday that I'm still actually trying to lose that weight. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I know. <laughs> wow, very nice. Thank you. Wishing you all the best. With your fitness Thank business. you. You too. I love hearing about your business. It sounds really rewarding. It's very rewarding. I, um, I've had some clients over the years. I've had some bridezillas. Um, so a lot of times I become the buffer um, between sometimes the bride and the family because there's sometimes conflict. So and sometimes I become a counselor too. <laughs> Wear many hats. So basically so. doing something similar to I like, just getting in their headspace and changing it around. That's really cool. this and I you know sometimes you have to remember that at the end of the day I still have a job to do and then they're still paying me so I need to make sure their event as they want you know as of course they want to see their event executed regardless of how close we get or how much volume <laughs> so it's awesome you know it's, it's been rewarding it has good on it has yeah. Um, I'm really thinking about Say it again. I'm sorry. I'm really thinking about how your story started off as a child of such a huge tragedy and how your business is something that is supposed to be the happiest day of somebody's life. It just to me that's I don't know, call it the psychologist in me, but to me that's like the most powerful turn of pain to pleasure and that's just a happy ending because uh, a wedding is like the most stressful thing for a bride or whatever, but you are creating a, a joyous occasion and a fantasy for people, like the happiest time. That The only thing next to that is working at Disney World. So, I mean, you know, I think that the fact that you're coming and listening to your story and even like hearing the story and associating it with your smile, like you would never even know. So I just want the world to know like that's power right there to be able to turn that into what you have done 
But the only thing I say to you is I want you to have faith and I want you to launch that thing and quit your nine to five. Thank you. Make it your jam, girl. Make it your jam because I, I just, for you to be in business that long, that's huge because whether somebody has a DS company or a startup or whatever, you're talking 12 years of your niche and your passion and your vision. So I say perfect it and make it your thing. But other than that, I admire you. Like total inspiration. I love it. And your book. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm itching to get there. I, I, you know, God blessed me with purchasing my home two years ago. So I'm just trying to juggle everything as a, you know, single person. But I'm like, okay, God, everything will work out. So eventually that door will open for me. So I'm just trying to be patient and line everything up. So it's coming. It's coming. I can see it. It's coming. All right, y'all. Well, we have Whitney <sighs> on the line. Whitney is on the line from South Florida, and Whitney is a yoga instructor. And Whitney, I just moved from Port St. Lucie, Florida, and I missed the beach already because I'm in Alabama. <laughs> but welcome, Whitney. Tell us about yourself, what it is that you do, and what makes you different than everybody else. Well, what makes me different than everybody else is that my name is Monica and not Whitney. So right from the bat, it makes it totally crazy right there. I'm sorry. I'm, Hi, I'm, ladies. I'm reading Whitney and calling Whitney no. thinking so, Whitney. And it doesn't help that I watched the Bobby Brown story last night. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. And um, I'm so happy to hear all of your stories and how brave you all are and how wonderful that you're sharing and doing um, dream and in the struggle. And that's true. We do share stories. And you know where our power lies is the secret in our breath. I'm a yoga teacher. I've been teaching yoga since 2010. And I came to yoga through back injury, seven herniated discs, two car accidents later. And talk about not being able to touch your toes when you started yoga. But I also had the stress that had just broken me in 2010. That just, I was a television copywriter and producer, and I loved my job, and I was really great at it. And they worked for the best cable companies out there, and it was wonderful. And I was living my dream, and everything was fabulous. But the stress hit me, and then my physical pain hit me, and it broke me. And like, if you're a go-getter and you're always going and then your health goes, that's going to be the worst thing, you know? And if you have a back issue, no one knows what you feel like. If you have, break your arm, you have a cast, people get out of your But back or neck injury or pain, no one shows it. You're not wearing it. And everything that you move can hurt. If you stand or you sit, it hurts. So I jumped into the yoga world because my career went away and lo and behold, it left me with panic attacks and anxiety and all of my trauma and drama from all of my life came to surface. And for someone who I went to college, I graduated from the University of Miami, 
I do television field communications. I had children. There are beautiful, wonderful, successful beings on this planet. So I feel very fulfilled in that side. And then to not be able to move and not do your job and sustain yourself and how you were, it's everything shakes you, right? So lo and behold, I grabbed onto yoga and I started doing a lot of study for yoga for trauma and yoga, of course, for back. And I got very, very lucky and jumped in with company, um, a very fitness company and all of their work was on the beach and I loved the beach and it was just a beautiful job of helping type a very um, driven people in five-star settings, beautiful settings, and guess what I was teaching them how to do? To relax and to breathe. And so the breath, it's like when you're pregnant and they tell you you take Lamaze and breathe, it's going to help with the pain. Well, the breath helps with also physical pain. And you can do so much yoga in so many words, yoga, quote, unquote, and meditation. And you start to relax and you start to tune into your body and you start to be able to breathe. And, you know, sometimes that survives the pain, the emotional it's a pain that can maybe freeze you and you're like stuck in life in many ways. It could be an attack, like a panic attack or an asthma attack, and you're really fighting for your life at that instant. And all you need to do is take a breath. And in that breath, bring in an intention, release what's not serving you, and then find that pause of that moment of magic in between your breathing where you're not inhaling and exhaling and then live in that moment it's a little brief magical spot where there's no action but you find it and you expand time and you connect with your dreams and then you empower yourself so for me sometimes survival was just let me just survive this next breath so between my training for yoga and my um, yoga for trauma and you know post-traumatic stress disorder and so many other yoga therapies that are available and that I've studied and practiced I developed a reading technique which I share it with my clients and my yoga students and it's been a wonderful and find that moment of power and that moment of power where we connect with who we really are. It takes courage to do the things you ladies are doing, right? It takes courage to get up and have a job and come home and have kids and handle the house and write a book and start a business and still be happy. And, you know, we're like these goddesses with all the arms. That's women. And we need to empower ourselves, but we also need to hold each other up. And sometimes we don't know for whatever circumstances. The one thing we all do have and the all thing we can all count on, thank God, is taking a breath and being able to take that breath, bringing it back down to something that's so, so basic. So all of this all of this and not being as young and things get harder and 
injuries come into place and teaching so much and bicycle accident, I discovered aqua yoga, which is yoga in the pool. And it's phenomenal. It's surreal. It's sublime. It's wonderful if you have back issues, joint issues, arthritis, if you want to lose a couple of pounds, if you're a little bit heavier. It's just a wonderful, wonderful way to get into shape and deal with who we are, all of us, right? I'm not the skinny bitch yoga girl. I'm older. I have extra love in the middle. I love it. I have my muscles and I'm proud of that. So coming into a place where we can accept where we are every moment or in that moment, and that's where we find our power within our breaths. So um, I'm about to, I'm the only teacher actually teaching, you imagine I'm in South Florida, how many pools there are and how many pool days we have with the weather. And you know how many yoga teachers there are? Just me. So I'm really launching this whole um, new style of yoga but we haven't known about it because we don't have disabilities because it's a form of therapy and it's mainly been used with abilities. So if you didn't have a disability, of course you weren't going to hear this as your number one choice. But as you start to take some pains, it's possible to do yoga. Yoga in the water makes yoga accessible for everybody. And that's wonderful style of introducing it to the community and at the same time I'm launching um, my own business a product actually it's a fruit jerky and it's a startup and um, I'm kind of trying to do everything at the same time but it all just feels good and it's a matter of being able to just the number one Always the number one commercial still is Nike's just do it, right? There's no mistakes. There's you can't make a bad mistake. You can't you you're just gonna step forward and know that you're either that step is gonna take you to where you're gonna go, or it's gonna teach you what you need to know. And so when you can move with that spirit, you have a certain kind of confidence and connect that confidence with your breath and your touching with that spark of your life up inside of your heart of what you want, then you put it all together and you move and the universe moves with you and makes things happen for you. And, and you know, you're grinding, your nose is to the grindstone, but you're doing it in such a way that you're in harmony with everything around you and you're generating that. So I'm trying to bring that, all of that, out to a bigger community, to a, casting a wider net just beyond my local physical community. And I know that these techniques that were helpful for me and are survival skills for me still to this day could be helpful for somebody else. And you don't have to go out to, you know, a mountain in a cave and shave your head and, you know, wear a thong not talk to anyone for 200 years in order to meditate, quote unquote, you could just connect with your breath and take three deep breaths with intention and removing what 
doesn't serve you energetically and grounding through there, you can then find your peace and that's your power. Sorry, that was really long winded. <laughs> You know what's actually crazy is that like it totally um that's just I'm just relaxed now and it, it's it's but what I wanted to really talk well, about sure, I mean. Monica is that you said that basically your business stemmed from seven herniated discs and extreme pain and the inability to to do your job and and what you've done and it we talked earlier in the call about how most of our businesses stem from pain or from some type of tragedy or something that led to us being pushed in the direction of following our dream or passion in some way, shape or form, whether it was trauma or not. And so for you to, to, to chime in and say that this happened because of an accident and you had these herniated discs and the inability and you literally had to slow it down so that you were functional again it makes total sense and it shows how whether it's mental or physical that when we have these types of tragedies that we have to turn them into triumphs in some way shape or form oh totally and i mean i can go on that was 2010 2016 was no better i mean that was a that was a whammy 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 knock you down and you know, one thing, one one of my super talents is certainly the uh, ability to reinvent myself. And now at this point in my life, I don't give up, you know, because I'm just going to do it anyway. And I'm going to do it my way. And I know that what I am sharing and putting out there has all of the best intentions to be of help and of service for somebody else. And I know that just by the laws of the universe, it comes back to you. So here's some secrets. Secret, you know, number one, of course, tune into your breath and always connect with what you really want. And then you make decisions really. Um, not goal driven, but knowing driven, soul driven, right? Because then you go on that instant, you don't doubt yourself, and then you can move quickly and things happen quickly. Um, the other thing is, although it's our story and it's our tragedy, and it might be sometimes our calling call or a calling card or what we really identify with, we got to let go of that story and be present and let that not define who we are. It may have pushed us to where we are, but it's not defining where, we, you know, who we are anymore. And sometimes that's really hard to let go of because letting go of that hurt, we're used to it, right? Like a bad relationship. We may stay there. We know it's bad, but we're just used to it. <laughs> so eventually we break on some way. So the sooner you realize that you let it go and reinvent yourself. So Sorry that being us together, sorry that tragedy has brought us all together. And it's the matter of finding that inner peace within yourself that vibrate out around you. If that's all you do for you, you're doing a thousand times better for the world, the people, right? All we can control is us, but we can really manifest 
beautiful energy from within us, from our thoughts, right? Our thoughts are our prayers, keeping those positive. That critical mind, oh my God, the loudest critic in the room is always in my head and I'm not nice to myself. No, 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 no. Change that behavior. And it's a practice. And it's a, it's a, when you got nothing else, this is what you do. Maybe you strap your boots on, you go back to basics, right? Like the good, the good um, advice our moms and grandmas told us, like sometimes we go back to that and we have nothing else. When you have nothing else, at least you got nothing else to lose. So why not go for it? But that takes courage. Well, I have a question for you. Um, can yeah, okay. Um, are you offering your classes online for your yoga water? Like, would it? Be, I mean, sorry, your water yoga will there yes. be any streaming available? I want, yes, I want. Yes, I want to. I want to create an on. This is where I'm at now. I want to create an online course that's available for anyone, not just yoga teachers. And I want it to just be like the practice of what you can do in the pool and make it really simple. And for people to be able to go and hang out in the pool and get in phenomenal shape. Because believe me, I many like don't run and you know leave your. But all of that time in 20 minutes time, I of all of those times I could have been in such great shape I didn't know what to do <laughs> even as a yoga teacher two, I have a two, two 200 hour trainings and still I'm like wait what what do I do in the pool why so learning the field that you're in and now it changes so I want to offer something that is online that's available for anyone to be able to use not just as a yoga teacher and yeah that's that's one of my projects on the table right now okay think something that you're interested okay. in yes it is <laughs> so um, i guess you whenever you were done with this you can i guess message me the website I love it, love to share. And certainly I have a Facebook page and my business page. My two businesses move are this. Um I have uh also on Facebook I have High and Dry Delish. High and Dry Delish dot com is the fruit jerky, dehydrated fruit and snacks that I make. And movingartswellness.com is my website for the yoga and the other services that I provide. I'm a Reiki master, I do sound healing. So I like to look at the whole, with my clients, I like to look at the whole person and try to kind of move energy, heal energy. Well, it's a really good idea. I'm very excited for you. That's awesome. Well, 
Well, I was going to say, Monica, you did mention that you were going to work on the course soon, or is that something? I, is I, I soon, soon for me would be somewhere between six and nine months out. What I plan on doing closer towards the new year would to start a pre-sale. Interest. I also have here's what here's what here's what stops me is that I have maybe really too high standards of my own self, so that freezes me from doing something. So pressure to say, hey, people want this. Um, it's motivating me to do yeah. this. Well, here's I don't. You weren't on the call earlier um, to hear me speak of. individually move forward with the online operations so while you were talking about that course part and instead of like launch it but already know if you sign up for it you can really kind of do it as a test so i don't know if you have on your website already you're given a lead magnet well on the back of that lead magnet lead magnet inside of your funnel just kind of move people into maybe like a master class so if you have people signing up for that master class, then you know you then can extend it out into a full-on course. That's true. Um, and, and I appreciate that help. And maybe we can work together off the call because um, I, I take all of the suggestions um, seriously and I appreciate them. Um, I, do, I do have one in, across town in three different locations. and. I don't have, I can't take a vacation day or get sick because there's no one that's trained to, I need a sub, I need to train a sub. <laughs> so if I'm training a sub, I might as well create this uh, a little bit sooner than what I thought it would be. But it's okay. It's a good exercise and a fire under my butt to get motivated. And it will help relieve you because then when you have that everything in place, it's an automatic system that's happening where people are still getting you, but you're not really there and you're able to do more of the coaching on the other side, but this would be a repeat thing that you're always doing with individuals. And that could be, it actually stand as a standalone itself, the masterclass. So it, it all, you always could have it after. Sure. And that, you know, and I'm such a fan of online learning and um, I, I feel that this is with, with proper material, it's something that you can do at home and not feel frustrated and give up. No, you're going to love it. And with just a little bit of um, help and guidance, that's why I feel like it's good for anybody. It really is. Yeah, thank you for sharing because you validated for me that I, I don't, because I've never been, I'm, I've got like a lot of energy, but I'm with yoga. <laughs> it takes a lot for me to really woosaw myself back down to that level. And as soon as I say, clear your mind, that's when I'm like, oh my gosh, you just lost me. And now I have everything in my mind. <laughs> so thank you for validating well, me. Yoga sure. Is and I'm, meditation is something you take within yourself. <laughs> Sure. And, you know, honestly, we, we have these conceptions of what they're supposed to be. And there's so many things that you can find one that works for you. 
And as far as yoga is concerned, I hear that all the time. Oh, I don't, I'm not flexible enough. And one, all you need is a flexible mind. And two, well, exactly, that's why you do it. But with my disc herniations, I am a lot more cautious on land than I am in the water. Because, you know, if you fall in the water, what's going to happen? You're, you know, your hair gets wet. You know, like it's fun. So you try and you're still building muscles and, and moving the body and maybe in ways that are not possible on land. And certainly, if you're, for example, if you're heavier and you have more weight, in the pool, the buoyancy of the water allows you to be practically weightless. And you don't have the fear of falling. And so you will move your body in ways that you won't typically move on land because you can't hold your own body. You know, if you try to do a plank on land and you have an extra 40, 50 pounds on you, how long are you really going to hold that the first time? Of course, you could always build up to that. But say the first time you try to do plank might not be very long. And that's not very motivating or encouraging. But if you jump in the pool, we could still do plank. We're going to do it off the side of the wall. And you're not going to feel anything. You'll feel the next day your arms and the sides of your body, the muscles that you've used. But while you're doing it in the pool, it's very light and, and comfortable. Mm. So it is very motivating that way. Okay. Well, I can't wait to see and to try it off myself. Yeah, just even for stretching. You know, um, uh, my son, I have an adult son, and he's in the gym. He's a gym rat, and he was a basketball player. He's an athlete, and he's built. He's, you know, he's got a pretty nice body and six-pack and all of that, but he's not flexible. You know, pumping iron doesn't, doesn't equate to flexibility. So for him to be able to get in the pool and just stretch a little bit more safely, because that's the other thing, your risk of injury in the water is greatly reduced practically to zero. Hmm. So you're stretching with integrity and yeah, I just can't say enough great things about it. Plus it's fun. You know what, um, Monica, it's really interesting. It's Anika. I have fibromyalgia and I have spinal stenosis and degenerative disc disease. So when you talk- It's perfect, beautiful for the three of that. Yeah, I um, was bed bound for four years. So when you're saying these things, you know, it's so funny how we can know exactly what we need um, and we never execute it because I did the aqua um, pregnancy classes 13 years ago with my first child. And, you know, it was the greatest thing because it took all that resistance off. It took all of that. So what you're talking about is it's, it's funny how we may know exactly what we need, but we just don't do it. And I grew up um meditating and having a city yoga ashram um you know going and learning the practices and the music and and even using it in treatment at the addiction clinic i used to work at so <laughs> but ask me if i do it um no nor do i practice it but even listening to well you, i well it's you're so I'm calm. happy to remind you of the things that you already know Thank you, because I'm just listening to you talk alone, and it just tells you so much about the state of mind and how powerful the meditation is. And like you said, even with yoga, it's simple, simple as stretching. You know, it's just taking a minute to just get that together. So um, thank you.
thank you for what you do because it's it's really important and it's accessible uh, to everybody. That's the important part, and I I I appreciate you saying that. And I'd be really happy to share um, my meditation with the group. So I'll I'll send that to you as well. And then if you guys give me feedback on how it works for you, um, I find that just three breaths well taken can instantly change your vibration, lower your blood pressure, certainly controls your breathing, which is going to kind of get you out of that fight or that we're constantly living in right now. That's like the, the given and that's not healthy. And I learned that I had to break, right, in my own um, disease, quote unquote, in my own stress, I had to break physically and learn, relearn that again. Go, 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 go get everything fabulous. I think that's wonderful. We have to remember to always recharge. And I always ask that of everyone. How do you charge? How do you and a lot of times I see people that what they think is relaxed is not relaxed at all. Mm-hmm. And it's in your breath. Simple. Yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, any questions for Monica, ladies? Monica, I have shared your information with the other ladies. And I also will be uh, featuring your information on my website as well. But um, ladies, do you guys have any additional questions for Monica? Thank you for me well thank you so much ladies it was so wonderful to be able to share with you guys and um um intently listening is allowing me to be seen so i appreciate that a lot um i hope to be with you after the call Well, I just want to thank each of you for being here. We literally have women from all over the place, from South Florida to Guam to Australia. And the power of of unity, of, of coming together, of supporting each other, of sharing information, of building blocks, of all of us trying to get to the same place without tearing each other down. It's that's very important. And I just wanted to have that platform for, you know, us to do this. And everybody asks why a panel, because a panel sometimes is so powerful. And just the little things, the little lessons, the little pieces of information that may be that missing link to our journey or to making our business, you know, or our day to day easier than, you know, trying to do it on our own. I just wanted to to provide that connection. So Thank each of you for being here. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for following your dreams and inspiring other women to do the same. So I just want to say thanks across the board to all of you. And I'm traveling to you guys in my mind. (laughs) But thanks for connecting. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us. It was definitely my pleasure. Thank you all. And thank you guys for tuning in to Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. And 
So long for tonight and have a powerful night.